0: Well, I would say good morning, but it is still the middle of the night. So welcome to Pen Up Talk. This is host Diana Prince. I want to first and foremost say thank you to all of my listeners, supporters, followers, and fans. So welcome to today's podcast episode. I really want to get this off my chest and make it really simple. It is the beginning of November. The weather has changed. It's just freezing. Every time I get out of bed, I'm just like, no, it is winter. It feels like winter. So I'm pretty happy about that. But you know, I do stay home every day. So I'm not out there bearing the elements, but you'll have to excuse the shakiness in my voice because it is the middle of the night still. It's not even midnight and I'm freezing. (laughs) Okay, so hopefully the right people will listen to this. Um, I've blogged on this. I've posted about this. I've directly went to people about this. And this is a part of one of the terms in my Pen Academy policy, as well as my management um, contract that I have with the models that I manage and that I represent. So, let's get right into it, um, and I feel like I've said all of this before, and that's what, you know, it, it kind of disappoints me, two things, that I've said all of these things before and broken it down and made it extremely crystal clear that I anybody can understand, a child could understand. And I'm disappointed because of how many people actually sign contracts without reading them. The bottom line is this, there was a law passed, I believe it was in 1974, I'm about to tell my age, the year before I was born, for copyright infringements to protect photographers. There was a law passed in 1974 pertaining to photography copyrights now the, the the way i can make this so we can all understand and break it down very very simply is this no matter what who what when where why and how unless you have it in writing that you are being given copyright Um if you're given copyrights, it has to be in writing. It has to be in writing by the person who owns the images. It does not matter what your agreement was verbally. It does not matter how much you paid to be photographed. It does not matter how many images that you received, um, how many looks you did, whether it was a trade shoot and nobody paid no one, and it was equal trade or whether you got paid or whether you paid them the bottom line is whoever takes your images owns the copyrights and i've said this before when i first began Pen up, this is something that became a reality for me especially once i got into publication because all of The magazines out there, the pinup magazines specifically, um, require release forms and they have to be signed by the person who owns the images and you're giving the magazine permission to use the images for that issue and that's it. You're still not giving them full ownership of the copyrights usually if a photographer gives their client copyright um, ownership and it's half number one it has to be in writing number two there's usually an additional fee that goes along with that i don't know that many photographers that are willing to work with um, an amateur model where it is not equal trade and they are being paid by, their, by the client, by the model, and they just give copyright um, ownership for free. That's gonna be extremely rare. If there is payment involved nine times out of 10 or 10 out of 10, if you want to own the images, there's gonna be an additional fee. Now, I struggled with this in the beginning of my career. How is it possible that images of me, images that took me weeks to plan my looks, took lots of communication, took lots of, of preparing for um, hours of styling and actually doing the shoot and all of the work that I'm responsible for doing before the shoot, during the shoot, and after the shoot, and at, no matter what, at the same time, I do not own those images. Really hard for me to understand that. It's like, but these images are of me. And then for models that actually pay to be photographed, it's like, wait a minute, those images are of you and you paid to be photographed. So how is it that you do not own the copyrights? Well, you just don't. You just don't. And permission has to be granted by the person who owns them. Now, with that said, I wanna transcend, transition, if you will, into today's topic. I don't care about people's emotions. I don't care about people who are emotionally driven. If there's a reason why we came together in business, which is to produce positive results, and that is no longer something that is occurring. And we decide to stop working together or you break several rules um, or a rule several times and I decide that I'm going to eliminate you. I'm not going to work with you anymore. Um, at that point, every, everything in the contracts and release forms that I have clients sign still applies. Your emotions. Um, the reason why or reasons why we stopped working together has absolutely nothing to do and no effect on any signed contract. And that's the reason why I have them. But it's really disappointing to see how many people do not read the things that they sign. So it's like, I'm reminding people who have already gotten a detailed contract, a detailed release form, and supposedly have looked at it, read it, and definitely signed it. And it's like, I'm reminding them of the terms that are in something that they signed. It's disappointing. Um, I don't know how many people that are doing this, um, you know, breaking the rules after the fact, breaking the terms. I don't know how many of them are just ignoring them they cannot say they haven't read them because they'd be lying and they can't say that they weren't aware of the terms within the contract that they signed and they can't say that they didn't sign it so to me deductive reasoning leads me to believe without emotion um, just clear logic that they're ignoring it for some reason they feel like the terms don't apply to them or the terms are not that serious when they are serious so whether you continue to use every single pit- picture that I've ever taken of you or whether you don't want to use any at all or you want to use one or two always credit every single image and no you do not have my permission to alter images that I have taken um, unless you, again, unless you come to me and ask for permission, you do not automatically have my permission. I would like to think that I speak for the majority of photographers out there. Um, When it comes to altering images, it's a very serious thing. And people just, they do it like it ain't nothing, like, like they actually own the images. I don't care how you have to get it through to your own head. How you have to get it across to yourself, but live in reality and save the emotions and the dream world for your relationships in your personal life. Because in business, no matter what, contracts and terms are there for a reason. And there's also laws, copyright infringement, infringing on intellectual property. These are real laws. And to show you that even in this day and age that they still apply. If a photographer sees an image online, on Facebook specifically, that they took and they own the copyrights to. And you have altered the image or you have posted the image failing to credit them. It does not matter if it's an album with 20 images in it. It does not matter if it's your profile picture. Um, any professional picture that is taken of you that you do not own is subject to be removed at any point. It could be a month after you stop working together, a month after the pictures were taken. It could be a year from now. It could be five years from now. If you alter images or you post images without Um, crediting the photographer and they see this they can file a report to Facebook so simply I've seen it done and I've seen images removed within minutes within 30 minutes not even an hour's time and it's always the photographer who's the one who files the report why because they own the images I've never heard anyone say that facebook disputed this with them i've never heard anyone who's posted images that were reported for copyright infringement i've never heard them say that they had any say so whatsoever in the matter i've never heard it the decision of facebook be reversed or anybody having a leg to stand on simply because of your emotions you can tell facebook well, we had an agreement and then they broke it or they really hurt my feelings and blah, blah, blah in one ear and out the other. All they're concerned about is the laws and the law that was passed in 1974 on copy- photography copyrights. That's all they care about. And it's very easy for a photographer to prove that they own an image, especially if you have taken upon yourself yourself. To alter the image and they still have the original image so I'm saying beware buyer beware do not use the excuse that you did not have this information and knowledge do not use the excuse that you were not given a contract with these terms and them clearly stating and that you signed the contract and the release form. And I want to remind everyone of this. Let's go a little bit more in depth here. Without any signed release form, photographers still own the copyrights to every single image they take. So what is the point of having a contract or a release form? Okay, the point is the terms. The terms There may be specific terms within that agreement that have to be agreed upon. But mind you, this is 110% a fact. Without a release form, photographers still own the copyrights to every single image that they post. So, there are times that I'm scrolling through Facebook and I see things. There are times that I visit someone's page where my photography is 90% of the images that are on there. So of course, I'm going to look. Um, My work is there. And there are times that people will show me pictures of my work that have been altered or posted without credit. I'm here to tell people that I'm tired of warning people. I'm tired of the disappointment. I'm tired of the fact that I do not make the laws and I have signed contracts from people who are breaking terms left and right and I'm just I'm I'm tired of emailing people. I'm tired of messaging people and reminding them of the things, the terms that the specific terms that are within Contracts and release forms that they signed. You are not the exception to the rule. There will be no exceptions to the rule. If you want to alter an image with Photoshop filtering, change the color from black and white to color, or from color to black and white, if you want to add words, if you want to add a photo frame, if you want to do anything. That alters the appearance of an image. This is not changing the resolution by saving it a million times, which I really hate. But if you do anything to alter the appearance of an image that you do not own, at any given point, that image can be removed. And if you ever work with a photographer who has time and money and enough negative, I would say negative energy to, to run after you and take you to, to court, then you're going to have a serious problem on your hands. And I don't know how many times you can get, um, copyright infringements reports against you on Facebook before that begins to affect your account. So, and then your reputation, you know, people are going to talk and, Suggest to other people that they do not work with you, and people are, that have worked with you are never going to want to work with you again if you are altering their pictures or you're posting them without crediting them. So to me, it's a dangerous game, and it's not worth it. If you want to alter your images in any way, you request permission to do so from the photographer that owns those images period period it can be one image and you want to use it for your profile picture it can be 10 images that you're putting within an album on Facebook it can be a set five sets of images that you want to post on your website or on Instagram or Twitter no matter what Every single image that you post has to be credited and every single image that you post cannot be altered. I have worked with photographers that I did not work with at at the point that I wanted an image altered. I had not worked with them for very long. I never assumed that it was going to be okay. There were times that I worked with a photographer more than once and I actually assumed something would be okay. And they were quickly to remind me that they have no problem granting permission to do those things, but they wanted me to ask them permission. And so that's what I do unless it's somebody that I have worked with for a very long time and I've asked them, do you mind if I do this? Otherwise, there's no way that I would take an image that I don't own and alter it, period. I've always asked permission. And see, the thing is with me, my photographers that I work with, I've been working with them for a long time, a very long time. So things like altering images, they trust me to do that, but I also got permission a long time ago. And if there's something new on the horizon, and something new that I want to do with a new set that we've recently shot, or an old set, I'm always going to say, do you mind if I do this with these images? Period. It's like submitting your pictures, not telling your photographer, and then once the images are published, then you notify them. I think that that's a bad move. I think you should always be communicating before your shoot that you plan on submitting to magazines, that, you know, communicating the things that you need, high resolution, how many images, what type of editing. And when a magazine, maybe along the way, you're not informing your photographer of every magazine that you've submitted to, but once a set is accepted and it will be published, if they don't require a signed release by the photographer because they own them and they accept the images, then you are to inform and communicate thoroughly and properly and professionally and let them know, hey, I submitted and this set was accepted, not after the fact. It's That's the reason why I stopped submitting to certain magazines because they were receiving, obviously receiving my submission. And not getting back to me at all. Not even nothing to say that they accepted. And they were just taking the images and publishing them. Then either informing me I come across it on my own or another model is like, Oh, here you're in this this issue, I'm like, what? That's unacceptable for so many reasons. Because if I don't hear back even after I followed up, I'm going to submit the set elsewhere. And once the set has been accepted and I've been notified that it's accepted, then it's no longer available. And no magazine wants to publish the same exact issue the same exact images that another magazine published. That's just common knowledge. So that's the reason why I stopped doing that. But again, you know it, I have almost 40 minutes left in this podcast. I have some editing to do. I really don't even want to go much further. I just want to remind people your emotions have absolutely nothing to do with the laws, the copyright infringement laws, nothing. If you want to do something with your images, if you want to print them, I stopped working with the model because she took it upon herself to print all of these pictures And have some event where she was going to be autographing them. Now that sounds common, right? It doesn't sound like there's anything negative about it. Well, again, the word academy is school. School is to learn and teach. I was trying to teach her and instill in her that it is not okay for you to take images that you do not own and print them out. It doesn't matter if you're giving them away for free. You do not own those images. If you want to print them, you have to get permission from each and every photographer. So, okay. So if they, if they all say yes, but you have to ask if you want to alter images, if you want to submit them for publication, you have to have permission because you do not own the images. Now I'll quickly, very quickly tell you a story. My, my two famous stories on this subject. One that directly involves me. I worked with a photographer, I think two times. Um, I believe it was a holiday and I was messaging her and she got pissed off. This is what I mean about working with emotional people. Because you can say, like I say, um... I'm out of the office until tomorrow morning, or I'll reply tomorrow during my normal business hours. Very simple. Very, very simple. You don't have to answer your text messages when you're not available to do business. You don't have to reply on holidays. You don't have to reply while you're driving. You don't have to reply while you're at your kid's soccer game. You know, people put pressure out there. And it's like, the pressure wasn't even, it's not that serious. You just have to let people know what your, when your hours are, what your days and hours of operation and never reply until those hours there. If someone is excessively messaging you, then I would say specifically go to them and tell them to stop. But for someone to message you on a holiday, um, tell them you'll get back to them and call it a day. This is what I mean about people who are willing to throw away a business relationship over their emotions and people who allow their emotions to really, really seriously drive them. You know, if that were true with me, then once I find out someone's difficult to work with, then I would stop working with them. And I have not done that. I worked with somebody for almost a year and it didn't take me very long to realize how difficult of a person for me they were to work with did I turn down money no I did not only once rules started being broken um, commitments and obligations started being broken and I realized that this person was never going to show any form of support that is when I eliminated them if it was for my emotions it would have been a long time ago because I stopped looking forward to seeing them because they're difficult to work with. So anyways, with that said, she, the photographer, she got upset, got her feathers all ruffled and we stopped working together. We ended everything right then and there. Yes, we had a signed release, um, a standard one, I think it was eight months later, nine months later, almost a year. If it it wasn't over a year, it's been so long. Um, I go on Facebook. Facebook sends me two notifications telling me two images that I have posted by this photographer were reported for copyright infringements and that they are being removed. They did not ask me to please remove the images. They did not suggest that I remove the images. They flat out told me the images were removed, period. So that was my very first experience. This was so long down the line. I hadn't even posted those images recently. They were posted when they were posted. And a year later or so, she decides to get a bug up her butt and, um, report the pictures. Automatically they were removed. There was no disputing it because she owns the images. I did not understand why after all that time it was that big of a deal, obviously continuing to spy and look at my work and just couldn't, couldn't take it, could not take the fact that those images were there. Now, it really bothered me a lot because I did tip her both times that we did a photo shoot I didn't have to but I did um, second of all I spent so much time and money planning and it, so yes it did bother me but at that point I had been photographed by so many other photographers and I was currently working with so many other photographers, which is probably why she got emotional. Um, And it was like, okay, whatever. But yes, it bothered me. And it made me really start to think about the fact that I invested so much time and that those images are of me. And I spent money on a new wig. I spent money on new clothes, new makeup. And I also paid her. And yet, I still don't own a single image. Another girl, another example. Very quickly, very popular model on I don't know about on Instagram, but on Facebook she has her own YouTube channel as well, a, and a show. Um, she seems like one of the sweetest girls in the world. Long story short, she had a dispute with a photographer. She signed a release once he was starting a magazine. They had all of these big plans. I don't even remember the part of the story where things went wrong. I don't know if she even added that in. She has like a million fans. That is a lot um, on Facebook at this point. So here come the peanut gallery. Oh, sue him. Sue him. She can't sue anybody. She doesn't even without the one release. She doesn't own the images the copyrights number two there is a release and it doesn't have to be a thousand releases there's one so what happened all of her fans went to this photographer's page and his magazine page and just totally ripped him one and it went on for a couple of days to the point to where finally her content was removed and I know that it must have killed him emotionally um ethically because of the fact that he owns the images and he had all of these plans to use the images for heavy promotion and for publication and for his own magazine. So people, again, with the emotions, it does not change the laws. Just because you have a spouse or friends or family or your loyal fans backing you up and support anything that you do and oh that's just wrong and oh they shouldn't have done you like that you're so sweet we don't know what went on what we do know is facts are facts and laws are laws and you do not own a single image it doesn't matter if you have 800,000 followers on your Facebook page now because of her influence on social media These people were giving her bad advice about suing, taking the photographer to court, which number one, she has no leg to stand on. Number two, most people don't have time to file and to go to court. And three, she doesn't have the money to do something like that. So the thing that I didn't like about the whole situation is very quickly before all of our eyes She went from endorsing this new magazine. I mean, downright, I want everybody to submit. This is a great magazine. You know, and and I believe this magazine was charging a fee to submit. And people were doing this. And I'm, I'm sure she was influencing a lot of people to do this. And she went from that to... Oh, you should never submit to any magazine that charges you. But wait a minute. For for a couple months, you were endorsing this magazine, directly endorsing them. And encouraging people, telling people on a daily basis to submit to this magazine. So you went from that to no real magazine is ever going to charge you? Oh, how? What happened, you know? between then and now. And why are we supposed to care? Obviously there was a disagreement. Obviously your emotions are <clears throat> excuse me. extremely high. They're running they're running high. You go from endorsing something to telling people that this is a scam, not to submit no magazines ever going to charge and then telling everyone that this photographer has insisted on using images of you without your permission. They don't need your permission. You're getting all of this feedback from a peanut gallery of students that know nothing about copyright infringements. not one person on all of her posts, and I'm reading through the comments, was logical enough to say, you don't own the images. You know, everybody was stroking her ego, bashing the photographer, telling her she should sue. Nobody's asking exactly what happens. Nobody is even caring. You know, just, oh, you should take him to court. It's never going to happen. And and it didn't have to happen. Um, And it wasn't going to happen. And because of her influence, her huge influence, she she basically just shut the magazine down um, because the photographer had so much backlash and so much drama. The thing And the thing that I didn't like about it is she was naming him. Um, the whole name shaming thing. That's what people don't seem to ever give me credit for not doing, which I could easily do. I have an influence on social media. I could easily name and, you know, say, as God is my witness, this person did this and be telling the absolute honest to God truth. There is no point in naming any names. You know, you're tarnishing somebody's brand. That's something that they can sue you for. So I've never wanted to get into the tit for a tat or as my mother would call it a pissing contest it's too much energy involved in that and it's negative you can't change certain things um just like laws they can't be changed we can spend all of our time I mean they can't be changed right now at the drop of a hat if you want to change photography copyright and the infringement laws good luck because there are photographers out there that will be against every move you make because the law was there for a reason. And now, because of social media, people are just stealing people's pictures, posting them without crediting them. You know, again, how many people, including the photographer, how many of us really have the time to file a claim in small claims court? because it is a civil matter and go through the motions. How many people have the money and the time? You know, you, you might get upset one day and say, you're going to do it. Are you really going to follow through a week later? And this is what I mean about people continuing to use images from photo shoots that they did with me and my photographers or just me and assuming so ignorantly that because time has passed that the terms of the contracts and release forms that they sign no longer apply. They think because we had a fallout or our business relationship ended in a negative way that that means that, oh, I don't don't respect her. You respecting me has absolutely capital letters nothing to do with copyright infringement laws, period, and they never will. Like I said, I'm not a life coach, (laughs) Um, I'm not your family, I'm not your spouse. My job is not to stroke your ego, give you advice, and tell you all the good things that you want to hear based upon absolutely no experience and no knowledge on laws and how the business works. That's not what I'm here for. I'm going to bring logic, period. It upsets me emotionally to see images that I took, even as people's profile pictures, and they haven't credited, credited me. It is disappointing emotionally and slightly upsets me that people don't read the terms before signing something or they read it and then think that they're the exception to the rule. This doesn't apply to them. You know, if you can't remember things that are in a contract that you sign, go back and reread it. If you can't take things, terms, seriously, and you know what they are, then be prepared for the consequences, period. Period. You know, I honestly want to be the Grinch this year. A lot of people probably think I have. Ditto. Um, and deliver a lump of coal on everybody's, in everybody's (coughs) stocking. Excuse me. Um, on Christmas morning and just every single picture I see without my name credited, I'm reporting it, that I own, the pictures that I've taken. Um every single picture that I'm made aware of or that I see has been altered, I'm not giving any more warnings. I feel like, well, that's number one. That's definitely not going to happen anymore. I shouldn't have to. And even though I have, how many times am I supposed to warn the exact same person of the exact same thing? It gets old. My emotions, um, disappointment, unhappy feel like I'm wasting time reminding people of things I I feel like just reporting everything I see that I own if I'm not credited or if it's altered and you know Merry Christmas to you because I'm really I'm tired of it I really am you know sometimes in business it's good to make an example out of one person this just is doesn't apply in school um you know unfortunately that takes energy as well and it's like how much energy am I gonna waste on somebody that pardon me but is pathetic to the point to where they're not using clear logic and living in reality I mean it's no wonder that we're not working together anymore I cannot work with somebody who bases every decision and every single thing they do upon their own personal emotions, I, I can't, I refuse to, and it's a waste of time and my energy to try to quote unquote, go after people and, you know, make an example, make an example for who to see what, you know, there are models that would never have met any of my photographers had it not been for me and they'll never work with them again. I know models that the only reason that they've worked with a photographer is because they met them through me. You know, there are photographers and magazine owners that don't even know who the models are that I work with. They're insignificant to some degree. So if I stop working with you, nothing changed, nothing changes the photographers, the magazine owners, they can't remember who you are or they don't care that we, they honestly don't care that we've stopped working together. All that means to them is that I'm not going to ask them to photograph you again. All that means to them is that I won't be submitting your pictures. Nothing changes for them. They don't care. So why would I make an example out of somebody, especially somebody who never showed our work support and never showed my work with other people? It's not like other people are really watching what they do and are going to see, oh my gosh, you know, they got reported for, no. The example would be to show that person directly that there are consequences in business and that your emotions they have nothing to do with what Facebook is going to do once images are reported um, your emotions have nothing to do with the law that still exists for photographers out there to cover our butts from people stealing images altering images posting images without credit it's depending on the individual that you're working with to what degree They are going to go to show you that there are consequences for every single thing that you do. And, you know, my advice is if you're emotionally driven, get over it. Because the more upset you get has nothing to do with a signed contract or laws. Even without a contract, you still don't own the images. If you want to own the copyrights, to the images of you taken by a photographer and provided by the photographer and owned by that photographer. You have to get it in writing that they are giving you partial or full copyright ownership. Very simple. Very simple. How, how our relationship ended, why it ended, how much you were paying for styling and or photography, how many photo shoots you did, how many plans that we had, how many things that we accomplished, how many things that we didn't accomplish, how many broken plans. Um, none of that matters. None of it. So you're not, again, you're not the exception to the rule. Stop thinking that. Stop thinking that you own your images when you don't. Stop thinking that it's okay to say you read contracts when you didn't read them. Stop thinking it's okay to read them and then get sloppy and comfortable and assume that those terms no longer apply to you because they do. Stop thinking that because months pass, because years pass, that somehow that changes the law and you now own the images. You don't. I don't care if it's five years from now. If you post a picture that I took, my name better be credited. I don't care if you want to use every single picture or you choose to only use one or you claim that you're not going to be using any, but then someone shows me that you have been. Um, I don't care what the situation is. I don't have time to play games. I don't have time to pay immature, sophomoric just childish games. I don't have time for that. Someone just recently who I'm currently working with just reminded me that the person that with the situation with me eliminating someone else recently, they said that good, because now I don't have to stress. And now I can use my time, energy, and focus on other things. Because they know I'm an extremely busy person. And they're correct. So I don't want to backtrack. I don't want to have to backtrack whatsoever. Once I've tied up everything, um, wrapped up everything, if you will, once I've wrapped up all the loose ends and I'm completely done working with someone, the laws still apply. The terms of assigned agreement still apply, like I said, no matter who, what, why, when, where, or how, your emotions do not change that, you paying to be photographed does not change that, so if you're so emotional that it clouds your mind, I'm here to tell you that you're going to get a rude awakening one day. It might be when you least expect it without any warning, and you're going to have all of these people running to stroke your ego and to wipe your tears and to tell you that I'm wrong and that you're right and that you're fabulous. It's not going to change the laws. It's not going to change Facebook policy, and it's not going to change the terms of an agreement that doesn't even have to exist because... I own the images regardless to any contract and I'm never going to give ownership of images for free. It is going to have to be extra pay and I'm never gonna grant permission to alter images from someone who I eliminated because of several reasons. So don't even ask me. The answer is no. Take the images how I originally gave them to you and use them. If I catch images altered, I'm going to report them. If I catch my images that I own posted without credit, I'm going to report them. Bottom line, no more warnings, no more podcast episodes, no more blogging, no more posting, no more emails. From now on, people are going to understand that for every action, there's a reaction. And for everything that we do in business, good or bad, positive or negative, there are going to be consequences. You're an adult. The information has been given to you. Reminders have been sent. And there has been blogs and my podcast, which are all public notice, you know, public uh, made aware to the public And are there as proof that these things have been spoken about. And so are signed contracts that I still have. So do yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor. Because if you're truly self-centered, you're going to be worried about how things are going to affect you. Even if you don't care that it's wrong that you're altering images without permission. Even if you don't care that you are breaking terms within a contract that you signed. Those are emotions. Not caring. Thinking you're above it. Thinking that you're the exception. Upset with me. Unhappy. Because you were eliminated. Whatever. The bottom line is you do not own the images that are taken of you. However you have to get that through your head and for it to sink in. Do it. It's going to be better for you, and it's going to be better because it's going to save a lot of heartache and a lot of time wasted um, proving to you that you do not own the images. Now, for me, I value my photographers so much, even with me taking self-portraits and being self-reliant and you know efficient on being able to produce the images that I need. I value my photographers even more so now because I miss working with them. I cannot wait to work with them again, each and every one, and it's so much of an experience and everything in my career has been based upon images and all my success is based upon high quality images. So there's no denying how much I value my photographers. I'm not gonna post images without crediting them. I don't care if it's an album with 50 pictures, all 50 will be credited. I don't care if it's five years down the line, if I post a picture, the photographer will be credited. I think stylists get the short end of the stick because often photographers are credited and never the stylist. That's what I mean about people stealing images off the internet that had all the credits there and now they just take the image and post it with no credits when the credits were there. It's completely different to not have the credits there, just like it's completely different to not have the information, not have been given a contract, not have signed the contract, not have been emailed um, warning you to stop doing this, or message you, or haven't seen the blog, Haven't heard my podcast. There is no excuse, and this is going to be the last time, hopefully, for a long time, um, that I cover this topic because I've blogged on it and I've made sure everybody who I'm working with read that blog and the terms of the release form for my academy and the contracts for my management, um, my managerial services. Um, there are, everything is there. Everything is crystal clear. So save the emotions. You know, Use that for your personal life and for people who are going to stroke your ego because in business, none of that has any effect on laws and ownership of photography, of copyright. So know the laws. Don't ignore them. Don't ignore terms. And don't ever get so comfortable that you think later on down the line you're going to be able to continue to do things such as alter images or post images minus credit. One day, I'm telling you, lo and behold, (laughs) you're going to get a rude awakening. And even if it isn't major, it's definitely going to be something um, that you're going to be so emotional. Oh, my gosh. Hello, you should have saw this coming. Again, take the emotions, go to your spouse with them, because nobody in business is going to be okay with you altering anything that they own without their permission. Nobody is going to be okay with something that they directly produced and they own being posted without crediting them. So think of those two things. Go back to the contracts. Google copyright infringement laws. Um, Google Photography Copyright Ownership. And I want to thank everybody for listening today. It's after midnight. We've reached another day. It's Friday, TGIF. I believe I'm going to go back to bed here for a while. It's just way too early for me. I don't even consider this early. This is just like no man's land in the middle of the night. But again, thank you for the support on my podcast. And for everything that I do online, I really appreciate it. It all goes noticed, and um, if you want to look and, and question why I stopped working with some certain people, again, consequences, consequences of not showing any support, and then on top of that being extremely difficult to work with, it's very easy to eliminate somebody like that. And not to replace them because I don't want to work with someone else who is um, uncomfortable to work with, difficult to work with, and there is no replacing somebody who doesn't show support. I mean, nameless, faceless robot—you're just just another number. That's I can replace numbers in my sleep. So for my fans, to set themselves apart from the rest and up on a pedestal that I put you on and my photographers and the magazine owners and the companies I work for and all of my fans I mean honestly and followers, supporters you have definitely set yourself apart from the rest you cannot be replaced and I value every single little form of support if I see it it goes noticed, believe me and I appreciate it. So I'll see you guys online. Thanks. This has been Pen Up Talk with host Diana Prince. Ciao.